Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kevod Malkuto Le'olam Va'ed Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Saturday, January 20th. It is prophesied in the book of Amos that in the last days there would be a famine in the land. Not a famine for food, but a famine for the word of God. As it is written in Amos 8, 11 and 12, Behold, the days come, says the Lord God, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. And they shall wander from sea to sea, and from the north even to the east. They shall run to and fro to seek the word of the Lord, and shall not find it. Even in the days of Joseph there were seven years of plenty, followed by seven years of famine. He had stored up grain for the seven years of famine. The Daily Audio Torah is your storehouse where you can get grain. It is twenty minutes every day of pure scripture flowing out, living manna to feed your spirit. Are you being blessed by this ministry? please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the New Living Translation for the Hebrew Scriptures and for the Brit Hadashah. Today we finish up the Torah portion, Bo, and it means go. Exodus 13, 1-16 Then the Lord said to Moses, Dedicate to me every firstborn among the Israelites. The first offspring to be born of both humans and animals belongs to me. So Moses said to the people, This is a day to remember forever, the day you left Egypt, the place of your slavery. Today the Lord has brought you out by the power of his mighty hand. Remember, eat no food containing yeast. On this day in early spring, in the month of Aviv, you have been set free. You must celebrate this event in this month each year after the Lord brings you into the land of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Hivites, and Jebusites. He swore to your ancestors that he would give you this land, a land flowing with milk and honey. For seven days the bread you eat must be made without yeast. Then on the seventh day celebrate a feast to the Lord. Eat bread without yeast during those seven days. In fact, there must be no yeast bread or any yeast at all found within the borders of your land during this time. On the seventh day you must explain to your children, I am celebrating what the Lord did for me when I left Egypt. This annual festival will be a visible sign to you like a mark 
branded on your hand or your forehead. Let it remind you always to recite this teaching of the Lord. With a strong hand, the Lord rescued you from Egypt. So observe the decree of this festival at the appointed time each year. This is what you must do when the Lord fulfills the promise he swore to you and to your ancestors. When he gives you the land where the Canaanites now live, you must present all firstborn sons and firstborn male animals to the Lord, for they belong to him. A firstborn donkey may be bought back from the Lord by presenting a lamb or young goat in its place. But if you do not buy it back, you must break its neck. However, you must buy back every firstborn son. And in the future, your children will ask you, what does this all mean? Then you will tell them, with the power of his mighty hand, the Lord brought us out of Egypt, the place of our slavery. Pharaoh stubbornly refused to let us go, so the Lord killed all the firstborn males throughout the land of Egypt, both people and animals. That is why I now sacrifice all the firstborn males to the Lord, except that the firstborn sons are always bought back. This ceremony will be like a mark branded on your hand or your forehead. It is a reminder that the power of the Lord's mighty hand brought us out of Egypt. Matthew 13, 24-46 Here is another story Yeshua told. The kingdom of heaven is like a farmer who planted good seed in his field. But that night, as the workers slept, his enemy came and planted weeds among the wheat, and then slipped away. When the crop began to grow and produce grain, the weeds also grew. The farmer's workers went to him and said, Sir, the field where you planted that good seed is full of weeds. Where did they come from? An enemy has done this, the farmer exclaimed. Should we pull out the weeds? they asked. No, he replied, you'll uproot the wheat if you do. Let both grow together until the harvest. Then I will tell the harvesters to sort out the weeds, tie them into bundles, and burn them, and to put the wheat in the barn. Here is another illustration Yeshua used. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed planted in a field. It is the smallest of all seeds, but it becomes the largest of garden plants. It grows into a tree, and birds come and make nests in its branches. Yeshua also used this illustration. The kingdom of heaven is like the yeast a woman used in making bread. Even though she put only a little yeast in three measures of flour, it permeated every part of the dough. Yeshua always used stories and illustrations like these when speaking to the crowds. In fact, he never spoke to them without using such parables. This fulfilled what God had spoken through the prophet. I will speak to you in parables. I will explain things hidden since the creation of the world. Then, leaving the crowds outside, Yeshua went into the house. His disciples said, Please explain to us the story of the weeds in the field. Yeshua replied, The Son of Man is the farmer who plants the good seed. The field is the world, and the good seed represents the people of the kingdom. The weeds are the people who belong to the evil one. <laughs> 
The enemy who planted the weeds among the wheat is the devil. The harvest is the end of the world, and the harvesters are the angels. Just as the weeds are sorted out and burned into the fire, so it will be at the end of the world. The Son of Man will send his angels, and they will remove from his kingdom everything that causes sin and all who do evil. And the angels will throw them into the fiery furnace, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in their Father's kingdom. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure that a man discovered hidden in a field. In his excitement, he hid it again and sold everything he owned to get enough money to buy the field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant on the lookout for choice pearls. When he discovered a pearl of great value, he sold everything he owned and bought it. Psalm 18, 1-15 I love you, Lord, you are my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my Savior. My God is my rock, in whom I find protection. He is my shield, the power that saves me, and my place of safety. I called on the Lord, who is worthy of praise, and he saved me from my enemies. The ropes of death entangled me. Floods of destruction swept over me. The grave wrapped its ropes around me. Death laid a trap in my path. But in my distress I cried out to the Lord. Yes, I prayed to my God for help. He heard me from his sanctuary. My cry to him reached his ears. Then the earth quaked and trembled. The foundations of the mountains shook. They quaked because of his anger. Smoke poured from his nostrils. Fierce flames leaped from his mouth. Glowing coals blazed forth from him. He opened the heavens and came down. Dark storm clouds were beneath his feet. Mounted on a mighty angelic being, he flew, soaring on the wings of the wind. He shrouded himself in darkness, veiling his approach with dark rain clouds. Thick clouds shielded the brightness around him and rained down hail and burning coals. The Lord thundered from heaven. The voice of the Most High resounded amid the hail and burning coals. He shot his arrows and scattered his enemies. Great bolts of lightning flashed, and they were confused. Then, at your command, O Lord, at the blast of your breath, the bottom of the sea could be seen, and the foundations of the earth were laid bare. Proverbs 4, 1-6 My children, listen when your father corrects you. Pay attention and learn good judgment, for I am giving you good guidance. Don't turn away from my instructions, for I too was once my father's son, tenderly loved as my mother's only child. My father taught me, take my words to heart, follow my commands and you will live. Get wisdom, develop good judgment. Don't forget my words or turn away from them. Don't turn your back on wisdom, for she will protect you. Love her, and she will guard you. Today, I'm not going to do a teaching per se, but instead I want to share with you a couple of God stories. So I'm in the process of traveling, 
and I'm heading south towards California. I have not visited my brother or seen him in five years, and he lives in Roseville near Sacramento. So I had to travel from the Oregon coast, from Florence, along the coast, to get down into the Sacramento Valley. And at the time of this recording, I was staying at Crescent City on the northernmost coast of California, and I was going to go um, across 299 and go visit my Uncle Larry in Redding. But a big winter storm, Storm Finn is what they named it, came blowing in with ferocity from the Arctic, and it started in the northwest, and it went all the way across the whole continent of the U.S. So Mount Rainier and Mount Hood had blizzard-like conditions, and I-5 north of Redding was completely covered in snow, and and then Highway 299, which is the highway I was going to take to get from the coast from Eureka over to Redding, well, it was all snowed in. So I stayed a couple of days, extra two days in Crescent City, hoping that the storm would blow over and the road would open up, and it did not. So my plans changed. I wasn't able to go see my Uncle Larry. It was just not safe. So I continued along Highway 101 along the coast of California. It was pouring rain the whole time. And I don't like to drive more than four hours in a day, but this was basically two days worth of driving in one day. And so it turned into a nine-hour drive from Crescent City down the coast of California all the way down towards almost Ukiah, and then I took Highway 20 across, heading east towards the Central Valley of California. And the whole time I was driving, it was raining and raining and raining nonstop. And then as I began to do the crossing heading east through the foothills, all of a sudden I came out of the rain belt and I was in the sun belt. And there was the most gorgeous rainbow that I have ever seen. And it was there. I kept on driving and driving, and there it was in front of me until after about an hour, I finally just stopped. And I got out and I took a picture of this magnificent rainbow. And it was almost like God was saying to me, Laura, good days are ahead. This is my covenant to you. Uh, look up, be encouraged, be blessed. Good things are ahead. This is a covenant. And so I took this picture of the rainbow. And as soon as it got in the truck to hit the road, it disappeared. It was just gone. And as I think about it, it was almost kind of like how when, when Moses was in the wilderness at the base of Mount Sinai, and he saw the burning bush, and he turned aside to go look at this. What is this amazing, marvelous thing, this burning bush that is not consumed by the fire? And because he turned aside, God spoke to him. What if he'd been too busy and preoccupied and he never turned aside? He would have missed a miraculous moment. And so I feel like seeing that rainbow was a miraculous moment. And actually, you can see the rainbow. I've put it up um, associated to this podcast. So I finally made it to my destination. Um, I'm in the Thousand Trails Park at Lake of the Springs and got there. And I'll be there just a couple of days. And then I press on to get down into the Sacramento Valley. So this evening, I went outside and took my little dog, Benji, out to go potty. And 
Um, I'm at the outer edge in the upper loop campground of the loop of the campground. And I walked a bit up the hill and all of a sudden I turned aside and there was this amazing sunset. The whole sky was blazing orange. And then there was this bush. And so I, I took a picture of the bush with the sunset behind it. And it looks like the bush was on fire, like a burning bush. Just incredible. Absolutely incredible. And the sunset didn't last real long. I caught the tail end of it. And within, you know, a few minutes, it got dark and the sun was gone. But I, I got to see it. And again, when we have eyes to see, God is moving. And he has miraculous moments to share with us if we will pause, if we will stop and turn aside and look and see. He paints the most beautiful sunrises and sunsets on that canvas called the sky with his finger. And the, the creation is so, so beautiful. So I just wanted to share that with you and know that take those moments, those miraculous moments, and turn aside. Pay attention when you see um, beautiful flowers growing, or a sunset, or something beautiful. Take a moment to enjoy, to pause, to soak it in, because it truly does come from the hand of God. He is our creator. He made the creation, and he makes things, all things, beautiful in his time. Have a blessed day. Shalom. Adonai The Aaronic Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24-26 Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.